Welcome back to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. This is episode 49, and with me today is my older brother, Jonathan. Welcome back to the show, Jonathan. Quack, quack, everybody. We're just swimming along, 49 episodes. It seems like uh, just yesterday we were recording our Surf's Up episode. Well, it seems like yesterday we weren't recording anything because we do this weekly, but... Well, that's true. Seems like two weeks ago we recorded two episodes ahead of time. The listeners didn't know that. Well, Jonathan, this week it is your turn, and by your turn I mean we take turns on this show. And do you want to explain why we take turns picking the movie each week? For anybody that's new to the podcast, we came up with this idea based on our own childhood of basically every Saturday we would take turns taking turns watching movies. I'd go first and he'd pick one and we'd just have a whole stack of tapes just lined up, prepped for the whole day of what we wanted to watch. It could be two movies. Not, not usually ever one unless we had something to do that day, but usually two. We'd each get a pick. But I think, I don't know, what, what do you think our record movie was in one day? How many have we watched? Yeah. I mean, three is a lot. but Three is a lot, but I feel like we've done three or four. We may have done four at least once or twice. Maybe five or <laughs> six. I don't know, maybe seven. No, I haven't done that many. <laughs> it feels like that. I remember specifically one time watching the first two like Lord of the Rings movies back to back. And before <laughs> I knew it, like dad was home from work. It's like, what happened to the day? <laughs> Man. But we would do that. We would just take turns watching movies. So, yeah. So we figured we'd carry that tradition on in the podcast. Each week, we each take a turn picking a movie to rewatch, review, relive the magic of our childhood. And honestly, this this taking turns thing was such an important piece of this podcast at the beginning we actually not many people know this but our official name wasn't inside quotes for a while oh do tell when we were coming up with the idea to do this podcast we always were like we should probably call it the your turn podcast because like that's such a big thing like we respected each other's choices and we took turns um but the Your Turn podcast does not sound that good. And there was already weirdly one about sewing or something like that. Yeah, there was it was it was hard to come up in like podcast results and it was always hard to say. We didn't want it to have the in the title. Yeah. So uh but we always kept referring it to as the Your Turn podcast because there was no other <laughs> way to say it. So Jeremy came up with a much better idea, a much better name, inside quotes. Cause we always speak in movie quotes. But most of our movie quotes are inside jokes. So I sort of like hybridized the two words. Yeah. So I think we we stumbled upon something really cool. I think so, too. And case in point is our last previous episode, episode 48, C-Spot Run. Uh, that's going to be the hardest to understand because we're constantly speaking in inside yeah. quotes that entire episode. <laughs> so that is probably the, the biggest example of that so far. <laughs> I was talking to one of our, our listeners that I went to Alaska with Jason. Um, he was saying like, yeah, I've never even seen that movie at all, but like it was kind of interesting. Just like not understanding anything the whole hour. <laughs> it was just so crazy. <laughs> so Jonathan, it was your turn this week. Yeah. So this week 
we watched Free Willy from 1993, I believe. Yeah. And this is a staple. <laughs> There's no yeah. other way to say it. <laughs> I 100% agree. I'm going to say that. Um, but the first like three minutes or maybe like half a minute, I was just like, how have I not seen this in over 15 years? Yeah. Like maybe I have, I don't know, but I feel like I haven't in a long time. And I was mad at myself because this is such a good movie. This is a great movie. So much nostalgia at the beginning. I picked this one because this was definitely a staple for me, even before you were born. Yeah. I, I have loved this movie from a young age. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I was obsessed with this movie for a very long time. And I, I think by the time you were born, we had gotten the other the other two. We had gotten two and three. And so we would watch them as a trilogy. But for for a good while this was this was it for me. And I used to rewatch this one a ton. Like <laughs> when we lived at, at Thicket Court. You yeah. don't really remember that place because we moved when we when you were one. Um, but yeah, I, I really loved this movie and we even have like a home video that mom found (laughs) of me. (laughs) Like she's like filming me at the end of the movie. And like, I, I I was like really into the song at the end of the movie, the Michael Jackson song. And I was like, I guess like dancing around and kind of like (laughs) listening to that and watching like the footage of the whales, (laughs) you know, swimming around calming actually. And then, like, recreating the scene at the end where, like, sticking my hand up and stuff. <laughs> so, this has been a big one for me. And we've been talking about this one probably since, like, early summer. We're like, we need to watch that one again. And so, I've been, I've been like, yeah. gearing up for this one because I've been, I've been ready to rewatch it. And it did not disappoint. It held up for me completely. And uh, it was very nostalgic. So, I watched this with a group of people last night. Um, and... What at the end credit scene, somebody just said, What if instead of it was just peaceful, like Willie just swimming around? What if it was just like he just goes on a hunting spree, just like killing seals and everything? Because killer <laughs> whales aren't sweet as as this movie portrays, they're, they're huge jerks when it comes to seals. <laughs> Any National Geographic episode with killer whales, especially seals, yeah. <laughs> It's actually they're they're ruthless. It's so funny. I went, one thing I was thinking about. Uh, you know, I I pulled this up to watch it. Um, I bought it. I bought it on digital, and mm-hmm. you know, even the digital copy. I remember even from the VHS, like the movie poster. It's got the scene. You know, iconic scene at the very be- at, you know the final moment right of the movie, yeah. where Jesse's got oh, his nice. hand raised up, and Willie is jumping over him. And so I was thinking about that, like, in terms of, like, spoilers, right? It's showing, like, the very end of the movie. It really is. <laughs> what other movies are like that, like, that have a poster like that? Most movies, they just have kind of a stage photo of the actors, kind of, like, in one of the environments from the movie. Yeah. You know, or it's, you know, some photoshopped collage of characters and things. There's not really that many movies that have, like, scenes from the movie just on the movie poster. <laughs> And even this, even this picture itself isn't like an actual shot from the movie. But I was just trying to think, like, if you, you see that poster, it all comes down they, to that moment. Do you really think he's not going to make the jump? <laughs> I feel like they spent like half the budget of this movie on that one CGI scene. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're showcasing this. We're letting the people know. 
what we did. And I looked at, I didn't rewind it or anything, but it looked pretty seamless. I, I was wondering before, I was like, I wonder how this went. Did they like actually get him to... With the CGI whale at the end? Yeah. Oh, I thought it looked terrible. <laughs> Did it? Re- I, okay, I didn't really look at it that much. Specifically, you see him jumping up, and he's mm-hmm. like overhead, and you see, you see, you know, Jesse looking up at him, and there's like water kind of trickling on him. Yeah. But specifically, the next shot where they show like Willie, like the underbelly, the underbelly, yeah, dropping into um, the water. That, yeah, does not look good. <laughs> that I wasn't talking about that. I was talking okay. about like the initial jump. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 1993. CGI is not going to be that good. Yeah, it was very early on CGI. And uh, I doubt that they had like ILM working on this movie because they were <laughs> too busy working on Jurassic Park and making that work <laughs> the same year. I But I did want to talk about the effects in this movie because rewatching it, I wanted to know which scenes have a real whale and which ones have an animatronic. And so I was looking for that the whole movie. I was not looking for it, maybe because I was in a group, but I was yeah. I was thinking about it, but I was like, I'll just research this another time. Yeah. Well, I was pretty surprised that I, I honestly can't tell. Like, I couldn't yeah. tell which scenes. Like, it's very, the animatronic whales are very convincing. Yeah. Um, and only, <laughs> like, looking it up, it says that, like, it was about 50-50 uh, between, like, the real Kiko and, like, the mm-hmm. animatronic whale. I mean, obviously, from the point that they, like, lift him out of the tank on, like, that's yeah. not really a real whale. There, There's a whole, uh, there's actually a website I was looking at. I think it's like, uh, it's, got, it's like Humane Hollywood or something like that. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But it okay. specifically talks about, like, how they did each of the scenes, which scenes, um, you know, involved the real whale, which ones had, like, the animatronic, which one, you know. Because I, I was, I was bummed to find out that Jesse did not ride a real whale in this movie. What? <laughs> Hold up. That looks so real. I know it looks so, it looks really good. You're telling me that was an animatronic whale? The animatronic whale looks incredible. Like, it's really good. So, so much so, Jeremy, that I'm about to blow your mind. Okay. There's no real whales in Free Willy 2 or 3 at all. The only, it's only footage, like documentary footage underwater. <laughs> What? It's crazy. Oh wow! Why did did they ever make a Free Willy ride at like Universal? <laughs> no, no, they did not. Oh wow! They should have. Yeah, there's a there's a special actually. I think there's this old Discovery Channel show called like Movie Magic, and it talks about like movie making of movies and things like that. And I found a like a a segment from that TV show talking about it talked about Jaws. In the shark from Jaws, but it also went on to talk about the animatronic whales for Free Willy, and that okay. was pretty, pretty interesting to watch too. I can't describe the wholesome feeling I get from watching this movie. It just makes me want to go to Sea World. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. Um, I just thought this was at Sea World, <laughs> but it's at some random park in Oregon. No wonder. As a kid, you thought it was like SeaWorld? Yeah, yeah. No, like as of yesterday, before oh. watching this, I was like, <laughs> oh, when are they going to SeaWorld? I guess it was at the beginning of this movie or maybe the, the second movie, like the VHS tape had a trailer or a commercial on like the conservation fund or like, yeah, um, and it had like 
the actor for who played Jesse like described, this is actually Kiko who plays Willie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, excuse me, his name isn't Willie. How'd you get him to respond to Willie? His, if his name is Kiko. Also, Kiko's a cooler name than Willie. But I was really, I was really disappointed yeah. and distraught when I found out that that wasn't the Willie I knew. Yeah, I do remember that. I, it was some kind of like PSA. It was probably at the end of the second one, but it could have been okay. on. There was probably one on the third one as well. I feel like it's a little older in that one. Yeah, know. maybe the third one. Okay, but all all the first one has is like when it cuts to the credits, it's got like a whale conservation phone number or something like that. Yeah, it does have something at the credits. Do you do you know the the Kiko story? Did you look into that at all? Uh uh-uh. uh no? I, I I think at some point. I was researching it, but I was in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you heard like people say like, oh, when you turn a certain age, like every boy is either obsessed with like trains or dinosaurs or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for me, I feel like I don't want to say it was like the same level for that. But, you know, this movie introduced like whales and orcas. And so, you know, as soon as I saw this movie, you know, I wanted to go to SeaWorld and see them. Yeah. You know, and so this this movie really raised a lot of awareness for me about whales and things like that. And so I was like very I remember being pretty invested in like the the Kiko story. Yeah. Through the years. And I like like I'd always hear like updates and things like that of like where he was now and that sort of thing. And like they're trying to introduce him into the wild. And, yeah. Isn't and he like super thing. sad? It is yeah. kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> From what I remember, it was not a happy ending. <laughs> Basically. Willie's situation in the movie is pretty similar to his real life situation. Um, I that actually may be like the actual park he was located at that they filmed at. It was someplace in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't that same place, it was a similar situation where he was like he was on display somewhere in a tank too small for him that was designed for like dolphins. Yeah. So after this movie came out, I think they created that like Kiko Foundation. And they like yeah. bought him and the, they were in this process of like moving him to a bigger tank, basically, so they could like rehabilitate him. Yeah. And then over time, hopefully with the possibility of like reintroducing him into the wild. And that took like a very long time. <laughs> Actually, I remember, um, I don't know if you remember this, but our older brother, he apparently he was like really into this Kiko conservation, like free willy mm-hmm. stuff. Like he he begged our mom to like donate to the foundation (laughs) and they sent like this like packet of like information. And we used to have this on our bookshelf. I remember because it like stuck out. It was like (laughs) this big folder and it had like a picture of like Free Willy and stuff in the movie. And inside it had like all this like documents about like stuff about Kiko. It wasn't anything about the movie. It was kind of that kind of thing. I was like, you donate to that. I don't know if it was like a membership. But I remember we had all this this stuff, and I remember looking through it, and I was like, well, "This isn't about the movie." <laughs> <laughs> what eventually ended up happening with Kiko was they they spent tons of money <laughs> trying to rehabilitate him, and that that did help him out because you know you see in the first movie he's got like those rashes and stuff under yeah, his yeah. fins and stuff. I think that's kind of related to being in like too small of a tank and like rehabilitating him and getting him in a healthier situation. But they they but ended up also like so like the curly fin. Yeah, they explained that in the, the movie. Top. But th- they don't really know why. But whales in captivity, it, it it always curls over. It's like depression. Yeah. 
they eventually like transported him over to like Norway or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I do remember something like that. Okay. And to like put it, to put him in into the water over there. And so there was like a couple year process of like taking him out into the real water. And then over time, slowly like reintroducing him into like the wild. Yeah. But um, basically what happened is like over the course of like a couple years, he never, he never got in with like the pods. Um, yeah. Never accepted. I guess, I guess that's it. He never was accepted by like the pods. He was like always on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. And so like researchers and scientists were like, you know, tracking him, but they, they never found, he was like, he would like follow pods around, but he would never get like integrated with the pod. Oh, and so like he was just traveling around and then he would just like, that is so sad. Well, p- part of it too was like, he would leave though. Cause he would always, he would be seeking like humans. So yeah. he would leave and tr- he would like interact with humans. It was just the years of captivity and mm-hmm. having so much contact with humans that he was like seeking them out more than like the pods. I mean, he was partially domesticated. Yeah. So once you domesticate an animal, you're, he's not going to be the same. So, you know, the, he was constantly like going back to like the researchers and interacting with people like out on boats and things like that. So yeah. and that could have been dangerous. Yeah, they they did notice a few times where he was like with a pod. But again, like I was saying, like he was never like with them. <laughs> so he he ended up getting pneumonia and and dying out in the wild off the coast of Norway. So it's not the same happy ending you get in this movie. No. For sure. Um, that is so sad. It's just because just he's like trying to fit in at first and he can't. So he just goes back to what he's comfortable with. But then the humans are like, oh, it's better that he's free. At that point, he just doesn't really fit in with any group. Kiko is like the most high profile case of like trying to, to reintroduce yeah. a whale into the wild. So there's, you know... I think people have different opinions on it as to whether they should have even tried to do that. If they should have just tried yes. to, you know, make his situation better. But, you know, at that point you can't really reintroduce them. No. Um, I feel as if, so like, this is a huge controversial topic. I mean, yeah. a lot of people, zoos mistreat their animals. That's a fact. Aquariums, especially whales. I don't truly believe, although the shows and stuff are great. I don't truly believe that whales should be in a tank unless it's a huge tank, but I, I, I don't think that exists. Yeah. You're just spending so much millions of dollars just to recreate what occurs naturally in the wild, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> and I, I love the, the wonder and awe of learning about animals. And I feel, feel like that's essential is to learn about these whales. And that's one of the best ways to be able to, it's the easiest, most convenient way to do that because not everybody can afford a whale tour or yeah. go out in in the ocean. They can afford a fifty dollar ticket to SeaWorld. That's that's but... the the catch twenty two is like you see this movie and it's all about like you know whale, you know helping to save the whales and things like that and yeah. you know not having them in captivity. But what does it make you know five year old me want to do? I want to go straight to SeaWorld <laughs> and see them yeah. at the show. You know so. so- you know, it's one of those things. It's it's kind of a mixed, mixed thing. I will I will defend SeaWorld as a whole. Um, when it comes to whales, that's a little different because they're just so big. But SeaWorld genuinely takes care of their animals, and they care mostly. They take mostly rescues. 
they do a lot of conservation work and yeah so much conservation work i mean we both worked for the company we worked for bush gardens yeah um so i know more about i know bush gardens only takes either animals that are already in captivity or um that are rescues Mm -hmm. and they take super good care of them and we take Okay, so we'll just say, not to throw shade on a certain zoo in Tampa, but um, we took all their kangaroos because they were feeding them cat food. Bush Gardens went in and stole them? Yeah. No, they we called up heist. Randolph, Randolph they... and got the trailer ready to go? <laughs> no. <laughs> we were like, no, you can't do that. We're going to do that. We're, we just yeah. took, we bought them from them. Um, yeah. And we take really good care of them. And I yeah. love kangaroos, and I got to work with them all. Um, and they're the best. But um, this is an aquarium, and I love SeaWorld. Part of our paycheck went towards conservation funds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Dolphin Tail, that's basically like the Free Willy spinoff of the 2010s. Uh, <laughs> that was a Clearwater Aquarium. And if they only take rescues, they don't even like, it's not a zoo. It's just like a mm-hmm. rehab center for animals. and now it's a now it's an aquarium um because of the movie <laughs> um, yeah. that is one of the best like aquariums or zoos to like support because of that um so if you're going to like go to an aquarium or something like that I, I i doubt there's a lot of these like random oregon northwest pacific northwest <laughs> aquarium slash carnivals that only have whales like i doubt that exists these days yeah, because um, people are a lot more aware, and there's laws and stuff. But don't don't just hate on zoos because people tell you to. Because <laughs> zoos are there for our education, and without them, we wouldn't know anything, really. I mean, unless you want to run into them into the wild, I don't want right. that. I'm not going <laughs> to go see have... a lion out in Africa or something, you know. <laughs> just research your zoos, research your aquariums. Make sure, just make sure it's like. It, it, I, I this is grass fed beef. <laughs> Make sure it's grass fed before you visit the zoo. Let's just say that. That's all I'm gonna say. Free range orcas. <laughs> you know, I I knew SeaWorld. I knew SeaWorld was gonna come up in this episode, <laughs> and it reminded me, Jeremy. Actually, it's kind of a left turn, but of one of our inside quotes. Oh yeah. SeaWorld has has. You know they they made some changes over the years. They they definitely oh. and they started they started they started adding you know more <laughs> roller coasters and and such. Yeah, some of the best ones ever actually. Yeah, so we like we said we used to work at Bush Gardens, which is owned by SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment. So we used to get into all the parks, a lot of the parks in Florida for free. Yes, um, and so we we would go to SeaWorld, and I remember we went shortly after the the, the roller coaster Manta opened. <laughs> and just for the record, that is my favorite roller coaster. I, I yes, love Manta. It is so good. And after we went on it, I don't know if it was before or after. I think I went on it and then I was telling you about it. And we were looking up videos on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this video on YouTube of like someone like filming, I guess, like a POV of riding <laughs> Manta. And right before like the train like leaves the station you just hear this you don't see it on camera you just overhear it someone on the ride just as soon as the ride starts this kid just yells out 
too late now, Granny. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> what an obscure quote. And it was so funny <laughs> to us, like the thought of like uh. this kid going on the ride with his grandma. And like, she's like, oh, I don't know if I want to go on this. And he goes, too late now, Granny. Too late now, Granny. And to this day, like anytime we get on a roller coaster together, like right when it starts to take off, we're like, too late now, Granny. We always have to yell that. <laughs> it's not even a movie quote, which is the best part. It's such an inside <laughs> joke. But oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm going to have to find that video and see if I can put that in the show notes. Yes, yeah, it's great. probably it's probably hard to find. We'll see. For real, though, like SeaWorld, people hate on SeaWorld because of their controversy in the past 10 years or so. Go to SeaWorld Orlando. They have improved so much. I, every person I've talked to, they've been like, oh, I went to SeaWorld when I was like five. It was cool. I would probably never go, though, because it's not a cool park at all. It's probably one of my favorite theme parks in Florida. It's cool now. Yeah. Hot take. Hot take. I'm sorry. Oh. Disney? Mm, I'd rather go to SeaWorld than Disney. And I host a kid's podcast about Disney movies. So yeah, there you have it. Um, <laughs> if you like roller coasters, at least. I still got to go with Islands of Adventure. It's my favorite, okay, favorite park in yeah. Florida. But That's pretty solid. SeaWorld is still pretty good. SeaWorld has upped their game with, with roller coasters and rides. Like yep. Mako. Mako was scary. That's the first time I've actually been scared. <laughs> Riding a roller coaster since the first time I rode a roller coaster at Bush Gardens. Yeah, that was that one was intense. So go to SeaWorld, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Go see the shows while you can. Um, it's the best. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I can I can kind of pivot from like theme parks to the movie back to the movie, though, mm-hmm. is so, yeah, I used to work there. And um, once upon a time, I was like actually trying to like work full-time at Busch Gardens and it just didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. But I did have, um, I worked in the park. I also worked in their marketing department for a time. And there was a time where I was like trying to get into their like finance office. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to meet one time with like their VP at the time and like meet with him and talk to him. And it was just kind of like a networking thing. It wasn't like they were yeah. hiring or anything, but um, I got to talk to him and we were talking about, cause it was finance related. He's talking about like, the unique nature of like their balance sheets. I mean, this is getting into like accounting and stuff, but <laughs> okay. like, I mean, they have to list their animals like on their assets, like yeah. as dollar amounts. Yeah. <laughs> so I never really thought about that before. Like, you know, <laughs> what is the, what is that an asset of like one of their giraffes? What does that look like on their oh, balance sheet? Dude. You know, <laughs> I'm just telling you now, one of the lorikeets, mm-hmm. 50 lorikeets they have in their, huge um the huge open bird cage where you can go walk in and like yeah lorikeets uh-huh. lorikeets the colorful ones are really cool birds actually if you ever go to bush gardens you should check that out but each one of those are 700 dollars. wow super expensive i was actually They're expecting you to rare. say more the way you're really? talking about it but <laughs> i wouldn't well, there's a lot of, there's like at least 100 there's a 50 to 100 of them that's true so, you know, when in this movie, they're talking about, you know, the owner and his like little, his little uh, sidekick guy, he mentions to him, it's like, the whale's worth more dead than alive. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they have a life insurance policy on him. But I was just, it reminded me of like, you know, 
how much they spend on the whale and they're trying to get the return on their investment. And that's yeah. why they're like trying to sabotage it, you know, later on in the movie. Yeah. But they didn't say, they said, <laughs> we don't have theft insurance on the whale. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> I I, I want to get into the, the consequences of their actions when we okay. get to the end of the movie, because it's just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Yes. But, um, But yeah, jumping into the movie, um, it starts out with, I guess it's supposed to be Willie getting separated from his family by some yeah. like hunters, some poachers, it's basically showing like how Willie gets like captured and Willie makes his, his whining noises. <laughs> Was that real? Did you look that up? I didn't look that up. We debated this last night because I've never heard a whale cry like that. They're a lot squeakier than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> also, I can do a spot-on impression of Free Willy crying, and they were like, "What?" <laughs> and if if I can do a spot-on impression, I feel like it was a human who did it. It was probably, <laughs> yeah, voiceover. <laughs> it, it, after a while, we just started laughing every time Free Willy was crying. I I I have to admit that specifically the scene where you know Jesse is like first getting to to like spend time at the park and get to know Willie, yeah. and it like cuts to that shot of him like over looking at Willie, and Willie's like at the edge of the tank, apparently looking <laughs> out over the water where his family is crying, and I just I just. I laughed out loud at that moment Me too. hearing him whine. Like it was just so cheesy. Like I couldn't help it. It was just an automatic response. Multiple things with that. It's <laughs> it's so such an awkward. Number one, when when Jesse climbed up that tower to see what he was crying at, and he saw the whales. Yeah, the whales were head on, but he was looking completely to the side. He wasn't even yeah. looking. He was looking straight the other way. <laughs> that that's what made me laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Also, his is like. Willie's cry is sounding just like that one YouTube video where uh back in like 2012 that went viral. He's like, I still love you. And then like the dad he goes, <laughs> Somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's what cracks me up. It's just a weird sounding noise. And I yeah. kind of hope that it's a real noise because I mean, it's yeah. sad that he's crying, but it's really funny. No, I laughed out loud and then I immediately felt guilty for laughing at that, but <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so one scene I wanted to talk about in this movie so, you know, it starts out with Jesse. He's kind of like living out on the streets, I guess. And this punk kid with a raspy voice <laughs> acting like a 25-year-old. He does have a pretty raspy voice 12. in this movie. <laughs> Dwight's um, a jerk. Dwight's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's hanging out with like, you know, these kids that are bad influence on him. Perry. Yeah. No good. No good for him. But I specifically remember the scene where they're like hanging out. They, they've like stolen a bunch of food mm-hmm. and they've stolen this entire cake cake and they're just eating it by the handfuls at the skate park. Yes. Dude, I've always wanted to do that. 
also the way when the cops came, the way there's just that one specific shot of him stepping mm-hmm. in the cake. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna bring that up too. It's iconic. Oh yeah, <laughs> we need we need more shots of stepping in cake for the sure. The cake looks so good too, and I just feel so bad when he just steps on it. Like as a kid, <laughs> you know, as a kid, you've got you're always all about the dessert, right? And yeah, you know yeah. that they're in trouble based on them abandoning that cake. <laughs> I always remember though he does take like one last handful before yeah. he runs off. <laughs> <laughs> one of the guys that we were watching this with was like, "That was my favorite part of the movie. I just love the cake. <laughs> Stepping in a cake shot was the best part. <laughs> it's pleasing, right? There's yeah. something aesthetically pleasing about it. It's a very memorable <laughs> shot. He was like, "Top three, top three parts of the movie. All right, free Willy jump number one, stepping in cake number two, <laughs> and then weirdly the, the scene in when they put Willy in the car wash, and these two random hobos come by and say, Dude, nice yes. whale.' <laughs> the most okay. random part. Oh my god! I've always remembered that. That's always been funny <laughs> to me. Also, you know, um, have you seen the TikTok?" trend where they're like stitch this with your favorite line from a movie with your favorite character <laughs> with only one line have you seen yes. that and they like do like some random shot of like some random extra that has like one line in the movie <laughs> i immediately when i saw that i thought of that scene in free willy of like that homeless man being like nice whale <laughs> <laughs> kind of going back to the uh you know the animatronic versus the real whale though yeah the scenes where jesse like like pets him and like pets his tongue like that's real. He you really did that. Yeah, that's cool. That's scary. <laughs> I was waiting for that tongue petting scene. Yeah. That that was real. Yeah, um the stuff in the in the tank. I I remember a lot of those shots. Like him that... holding up the fish for him to like jump up and bite. Yeah. His chocolate, his salmon. <laughs> okay, we'll get into that. This movie that specific scene is what connected you as a child to loving whales because that made whales accessible to us yeah in our minds <laughs> we're like oh they're just like dogs <laughs> but no let's talk about this trainer that okay. works there ray the short hair ray yeah uh we were laughing at at the scene because first of all her voice does not match her at all she's got kind of that raspy voice too she's got the raspy voice but i'm just saying like it sounds like someone did a voiceover of her. <laughs> Anyways, when she was saying, talking about Willie and what he eats and stuff, talking about the broken fish is bad. This is a good fish. That's a broken fish. That's bad. We don't feed that to him. Um, he was like, she just like stared off into the distance for like a solid five seconds and said, Willie likes salmon. <laughs> and then he looked, she looks back at him and she's like, that's his chocolate. <laughs> We died watching that. That was funny. <laughs> Just like so dramatic. Willie likes salmon. That's his chocolate. <laughs> I've always remembered the way she says chocolate. Like, that's his chocolate. 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 Almost like chancla. I always thought as a kid, you know, I always thought Ray was such a weird name for a woman. Yeah. But when I watched it with subtitles, it's apparently spelled R-A-E. But yeah, I just thought it was how... R A. I just thought it was R A Y. Like as a kid, I couldn't. I couldn't fathom like that name oh, I could. being associated with a woman. <laughs> I always did because there was a girl in our class. She her middle name is Ray, and I remember us like not making fun of her, but like being mind boggled that her middle name was a boy's name. <laughs> but she was like, "No, it's spelled differently." Mm. Ray, 
No, it's very common now, especially, yeah. it, you know, I can even see it as like a, you know, those girls with like the two names. Yeah. You know, like a Summer Ray or something like that. I don't know. Summer Ray. Uh, Sugar Ray. <laughs> Ashlyn Ray. Ew. Ew. I'm sorry. Brooklyn Ray. But not spelled R-A-E. It's spelled like R-E-I-G-H. <laughs> Ray. <laughs> Linifer Ray. <laughs> oh man white people baby names are rough yeah i want to talk about his parents his, okay his um his foster parents i guess glenn and annie the glenn and annie yeah annie well first of all what somebody said in our group that like i haven't i haven't seen one nice person at all in this entire movie and then annie popped up she's like oh okay cool (laughs) annie was like the first nice person to him like even the dad wasn't nice dwight's a jerk (laughs) nobody likes him because he's a punk you you know dwight's a good guy oh yeah yeah. he's just keeping it real with him though like your mom's not coming back jesse she don't want you (laughs) a little (laughs) too real (laughs) he's 12 (laughs) no one's seen your mom in 12 years like (laughs) you got some people that want to be your friend but I want to talk more about the dad because he is so he thinks he's so cool. He's like the Fonz or something. Yeah, <laughs> I get that from him. And he's just he cares about it. He cares about Jesse. But he's also like, here's your bike. That's my shops like down the road. I don't know what you're doing today, but I'll be there. <laughs> you know, you definitely get the the perception that like it's annie's idea that she wants to adopt yeah. a kid you know yeah. more than more so than he does i mean i guess he even says it later on he's like i'm good just me and you like yeah <laughs> when they get into a fight then he um, pitches the baseball through the window yeah and acts like he's sleeping <laughs> <laughs> i i did want to talk about him because you know i i i can kind of understand like he is like i i don't know he, he does seem like he's trying but then at the same time it's like Maybe he should do a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just his facial expressions and his like general apathy in everything. Thing, yeah. He's just like too cool. I make listeners. I'm making a face right now, just like him, and you can't see it, but you can you can just hear it. Listen, he, he's just got a face that kind of looks kind of mean a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Also, I remember as a kid, I've always I've always thought he looked a little bit like Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. You know, he's like constantly every time, you know, Jesse gives him attitude and then runs away. He always has to make some like smart comment, you know, off to the side or something like that. Like <laughs> he's like when he tells him at one point in the movie, it's like, all right, get in the house, son. He's like, I'm not your son. And he walks <laughs> away and he's like, don't I know it, kid? <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> he's always got some some like remark to say. <laughs> at the same time, like I feel bad, like. I kind of like feel for him because like he's he's opening up his house to him and he's just like, you know, Jesse's he's a punk. He deserves it. I mean, uh, I'm not saying like Jesse definitely deserved all the hate that he got because he was such a punk. But somebody gave him a chance and well, actually, he didn't give him a chance. And he gave him a chance and he gave him a chance. And then I guess Randolph gave him a chance. Randolph gave him a chance because he saw him work with the animal but originally the chance was clean up this graffiti you punk <laughs> yeah but after that that was that was a good like 
here, you finally care about something. Let's let's get you all involved in this. So they you yeah. go back out on the streets and get arrested and sell drugs with Perry. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the the great part of the movie is is that that storyline of of his his arc throughout the movie. Yeah. Um actually finding something that you know, he he believes no one cares about him. He just wants to be out on his own. <laughs> he says at the beginning he's like I just want to get my own apartment or something. You know, and I, <laughs> to myself, I was like, who's going to rent a, an apartment to like some 12 year old kid? <laughs> Have you ever seen blank check? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was Mr. Macintosh. That's true. He had That's a lot true. of money. Jesse doesn't look like he has a lot of money. No, he's got like $4 from those ladies at the, at the beginning. But, but like you just said, like the story of him, like actually I don't know, finding some meaning in life, I guess, finding something he cares about and like applying himself to it yeah. and like actually giving, you know, some people a chance to like stay with. Um, yeah. You know, it's like he, when, when Perry comes uh, knocking to try and, you know, get him in on whatever his latest hustle is, you know, it's <laughs> like he, he can tell he's, he's got a good situation there and maybe it's mostly just motivated by him, like not wanting to leave, you know, Willie behind, but yeah. I, you know, you see that kind of change throughout the movie of him, like seeing like maybe the Greenwoods aren't so bad until Glenn starts talking about his mom. And then he's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I do think Glenn was out of line. That scene at the garage. Yeah, he, starts talking he was about like, his, oh, I wasn't mom. under the impression that your mom was coming back. <laughs> you know that that was a little bit too far. Also, just speaking about Glenn, I always felt so bad for him, though, at the end when he just backs up the truck into the water. So that was his highlight. That was his like hero moment right there. Yeah. He straight up hit the pedal to the metal. Mm-hmm. Just straight up yeeting Willie into the ocean. <laughs> like he, he wasn't trying to save his salvage his truck at all. Like no, he, knew, he almost lost it. I think the moment, the moment he like crashed through the gate, I think he knew what was about to go, yep. go down. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a whiz with those backing up them trailers. That's yeah. for sure. I just that just that shot of him like opening up the door and the water filling in. Yeah. And him he's just got this like look on his face like better be worth it for this kid. (laughs) (laughs) You think about Randolph. We mentioned him a second ago. Okay. He's just like such a memorable character to me. Maybe just because he's in all of the movies. He's like the only Mm -hmm. person in all three besides Jesse. Yeah. Uh, Even the Greenwoods. They aren't in the second. They're not in the third one. They're in the second one. Yeah. Um. He's the he's the only one like all through them, but he's just like the mentor. I don't know. I just have always remembered his character. Maybe it's like kind of stereotypical, like all like, oh, Native I'm Americans. Native American. Here's the legend of the orcas, you know, of my tribe. I am omnipresent. I know everything. <laughs> but he he tells them the story of of like that that ancient story of like that whale saving that member of his tribe. <laughs> yeah, and then Jesse starts doing parcel tongue. <laughs> You know the you know the quote I do. Okay, go for it. Salana, Ayun, Ayesis. No, I just remember the uh, parcel tongue from Harry Potter, and that sounded exactly the same. Salana, Ayun, Ayesis. Salana, Ayun, Ayesis. I, I there's one scene I like with Randolph where they're at the they're at the the tank. I don't know what the, what it's called. They've got him and they're like trying to run. They're like trying to do some tests on him. Yeah. And things like that. Some like medical checkup or something. And 
he's like fighting them and everything. I, I like the scene where like, I like the scene where Jesse releases Willie <laughs> and you I'm see like Randolph, too. Randolph looks just like straight at him. <laughs> he's like, he knows what happened. But then Did like, he? When, okay. they, when they ask later, he's like, when the other people there ask, it's like, I don't know the, the, the rope came loose. He's like covering for him. And then he walks like after that scene, he like walks straight up to Jesse. And he's like, I saw what you did. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't see him look up at him, watch him do it. Cause I was like, Oh, this is the whole stereotype, like native American. He's omnipresent. He knows all. Oh, <laughs> he was, I was like, dude, he was wrestling the whale right, right there. How is he going to notice? <laughs> but I guess, I guess he did. But I like, I like what they do with, with Willie. They're like trying to, they're trying to like make him like he's an angsty teen, like like Jesse too. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's got his moods and stuff too, and he's been separated from his from his mom, so that they kind of bond. So I don't know. Despite him being a whale, they Aww. give him like a personality yeah. and try and like relate to him. He's the only one that Willie will even like perform for, or do anything yeah. for. He's just like. <laughs> Which brings me to the most stressful scene of this movie is the performance. Oh yeah, when. All those hundreds of kids are banging on the, oh, on the man, glass. Yeah. That's stressful. I hate that. That gave me anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, who's somebody that works at this park has to be like down there with all those kids, just telling them not to do that. But oh man. Yeah. I mean, even you, you hear the like the banging on the glass from underwater, mm-hmm. but you also hear. Um, the other stressful part is just like Willie not performing and yeah. like there's this stadium full of people watching Jesse. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like with the music and stuff, it's very tense and it's stressful <laughs> and then nothing happens. So Jesse just runs away crying basically. <laughs> yeah. And and Willie rams the case, yeah. rams the glass. I just remember that being like a really tense moment as a kid. Scares all the kids out of there. <laughs> Another like scary moment kind of was the beginning when jesse breaks in there right and they like start like spray painting in there yeah like all the lightning and stuff and he's up against the glass and yeah the lightning and he's just right there in his face and like that's really scary (laughs) i love how like jesse gets scared and runs away and then he like turns around he's like what is that (laughs) (laughs) i mean to be fair i didn't really know what a orca was until I, mean, I watched this movie. Sure. Yeah, we grew just, up around SeaWorld, so we knew what a whale was. He didn't grow up watching Free Willy like us, so, you know, it makes sense that he'd be scared. He freed Willy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to play the game. I lived it. <laughs> That's another thing. I think pop culture has really grabbed onto this movie, and they've really just named Willy. Willy is his last name. His first name is Free. <laughs> yeah. But his name is just Willy. But hey, you you know Free Willy, right? <laughs> Every like your mama joke has like your mama looks like Free Willy. <laughs> yeah, I mean this movie, it's probably not, you know, as other movies have come out, you know, maybe it's taken away some of its thunder. But like this movie was like a big cultural touchstone. I feel like it was a big like, like people refer to any whale as Willy. It was a it was a geographical phenomenon. I mean, it was, I mean, even just like the scene, <laughs> geographical phenomena. I mean, as far as like the scene with Jesse, like raising his hand up, like yeah. how many kids have imitated that? Oh, I mean, it's like, iconic. at least you, at least you. I have, I know I have. 
<laughs> it's as iconic as Babe Ruth calling his shot before he hit that yeah. home. You know, it's like that. <laughs> Did Sandlot come out the same year as this? I think so, actually. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say 1993. Solid, solid year. So, and and like you were saying, like his first name is Free. I was thinking about the title. It's just one of those where the title is just what happens in the movie. Free yeah. Willy. Let's Free Willy. <laughs> like that's the title. There's actually not that many movies in 1993. There's Rookie of the Year, Sandlot, Free Willy. I mean, those are big ones for our podcast. Okay, so yeah. It's a good year for Whoa, Inside Quotes. Nightmare Before Christmas? 93? Yeah, I feel like that was a mid-2000s movie for some reason. I guess it just got popular then. I knew it was 90s, but... All right. Maybe we'll have to cover that. Uh, Jeremy, do you know who directed this movie? Simon Windsor, right? I'm just kidding. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Trying to play it off like he didn't look it up. <laughs> Simon Windsor. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. I didn't either, but he has at least one other important movie on his filmography that we will cover at some point. Is it similar to this? No, not at all. Well, not at all. Actually, you Does can, it have you animals can, in it. Actually, you could make a you could make a case that it's similar. It's Crocodile Dundee, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the best Crocodile Dundee movie. Loki, the best crocodile Dundee. Uh, that's high key. I'm okay with saying high key. That's it's the it's best the, one. What's the funniest? Each each crocodile Dundee movie changes genres slightly. Yeah, kind of. It's it's kind of interesting. We'll say we'll save that we'll save that discussion though. That's another zoo movie, technically. I, I the only reason I was saying it was related because it has crocodile in the animatronic title. animatronic animals in the water. <laughs> Boom. That's the only other movie that he's done that I, I think that I've scene anyway did he do all three of these movies no he just did this one okay that's usually how that goes with kids trilogies one person i want to bring up though okay this movie would not be the same without and i didn't even know this person's name until i rewatched this movie but <laughs> our man basil polydorus yes making one of the most memorable scores of the 90s honestly like, yeah the music in this movie is so memorable and was so nostalgic rewatching it. Like I, I knew going into it, like I remember the Michael Jackson song. I, you know, I knew that and I didn't think about the score at all, but the, the music is so good. Like it reuses some of the themes a lot, Yeah, but it's just like it, the music, it just portrays the emotion. Like it sells this movie. I think if this movie didn't have that score, the scenes with, with Willie wouldn't be as good. <laughs> just jumping. with. <laughs> But no, it's like the the fanfare just swells as yeah. as every time Willie jumps out of the water, especially at the end. No, it he's that's such a good score. I Me and you have listened to it this week, just pretty much once a day. Yeah, it's so good. Um, the way they do the harmonicas too, at yeah, the, like beginning that. Okay, I will say the harmonica kind of got on my nerves. That one five minute scene where he did the same little thing. Same little the, the same riff. four notes. Same four notes on the harmonica. Uh, probably every like fifteen seconds for about five minutes. That was annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, people were noticing how like interesting it was that they were integrating his harmonica with the actual score, which was really neat. Yeah, which is rare for kids' movies. I never really paid attention to that. As far as like that being, I remember I remember him, you know, playing the same four notes on the harmonica, but it even I didn't really recognize that. 
oh, that's the same music from the score as like yeah. from the, the music in the background as a kid. And it's, there's even a scene where the the score like has harmonica in it. Mm-hmm. I noticed one of them does. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. Just a testament to how memorable the music is. Like he plays four notes and it's memorable. Like everyone remembers that. How many kids have gone out to eat at Cracker Barrel, bought a harmonica from the general store afterwards, and then tried to play those same four notes from Free Willy? <laughs> There's at least two of them, because I know both me and you have done that. Yeah, guilty as charged. <laughs> two separate harmonicas, too. I used to know how. I, I wouldn't know how to do it now. Well, let's see. I have a handy-dandy harmonica right here. It's a key of C. Pretty generic. Oh, that was close. Um, <laughs> I got the first three. That's, yeah. I think it's five notes. I wonder if uh, Jason James Richter knows how to play that still. Probably. All right. Well, here's my... here. Okay. Here's the attempt that I am making. It is not going to be right, but this is it. Thank you. Oh no. Oh, that's enough applause. Thank you. I did like the um, uh, the harmonica bit for Jesse because he felt like a prisoner, and he didn't really play it until he was caught in like in foster parent, like in his like until he was with the system, you know, because like when he was with his friends and like running away and on his own, he never played it but like as soon as he felt like a prisoner like most prisoners have harmonicas that's a that's a trope i guess huh um i've never made that connection that's interesting i mean he was like standing by the the chain link fence in his front yard just playing it yeah so i thought that was some cool symbolism i think ben pointed that out huh in the show if you're listening ben there you go (laughs) (laughs) they all wanted shout outs so Actually, so fun fact, last night we went I went to a birthday party. It was a surprise birthday party. It was so much of a surprise that the person that we were celebrating didn't even show up. <laughs> it was it was really it was last minute, but we still had a fun time. We had a fun party and we I just like anybody want to watch Free Willy? And they were like, "Oh yeah, we do. Of course." So we did. And they all wanted a shout out. <laughs> But I thought it was just funny that I went to a surprise birthday party that they didn't even show up to. <laughs> they were probably out free in the whales. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so anyways, shout out to Jarrett, Lexi, Ben, Jason, and Kaylin. Uh, they supported the show this week. Well, Jeremy, this has been a really fun one for me to rewatch. I really enjoyed it. 
this movie is pretty pretty good. It, it holds up. I was pleased that Roger Ebert gave it uh, three and a half out of four stars. <laughs> he Go liked Raj. Go Raj. I thought it was a pretty good pretty good family film for the time. And I think it still holds up. Oh um, yeah. You know, it, if I have any other thoughts on this one, I, f- I feel like I can always bring them up because I know we're going to cover two and three at some point. Oh, no, that's a for sure thing, because I honestly, I don't believe that now. I don't know. I haven't seen it since I was like 12, but um, I I used to think that the second one was better. It was my favorite one. Did you? Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because. He had like a little brother figure, and that's who I visit uh, viewed myself as. I don't know. We'll see. And also the oil spill. I'd say I I always thought the second one I I didn't like it as much. I always like yeah. the third one more than the second one. But you know, I'll, I'll save my thoughts on those for when we get there. Maybe hey, something will change. I've seen Free Willy probably a lot of times, and I have seen the sequels probably less than a lot of times. So. Yeah, I, I watch the sequels a lot too. Yeah, I especially the third one. I can only remember watching the third one maybe two or three times, mm. and that's not. It sounds like a lot, but it's not. <laughs> not for us <laughs> when we watch movies every Saturday. I I bought a while back, just real cheap, the uh, the four film pack of the okay. Free Willy movies. Yes, so, so we could talk about the fourth one. <laughs> I have nothing to say about the fourth one. All I um, know is it's got. Uh, Steve Irwin's daughter in it. Bindi. How do you say it? Bindi? It's Bindi. Bindi the Jungle Girl. Okay. Sorry, I um, didn't know. Free Willy, Escape from Pirate's Cove. Honestly, I'm probably open to watching that movie now. Because um, I love the Irwins. <laughs> and I completely forgot that Bindi Irwin was in that. And I completely forgot that there was a fourth one. <laughs> well, you know, it's definitely not going to be as good. obviously but it's probably going to be better than any sequel reboot no never mind home alone 3 was really good (laughs) jeremy any final thoughts on this movie i want to go on some like sightseeing tour or something and see some whales out in the ocean that'd be cool yes so i just got back from hiking in alaska and i've heard that we went to the one of the best places to go in alaska which is denali national park but also, like, everybody keeps saying, you got to go whale watching in Alaska. Go to, like, Juneau or, like, the, like the, the coast of Alaska mm-hmm. and actually go see that area. Apparently, that's really cool. I would like to go back someday and, and do that. Um, but other than that, I don't really have any other, other, like, English words, English last thoughts. So I guess I can speak whale for the last little bit. Here's a thought. All right, that's a little cringe. <laughs> well, that wraps it up here on uh, Inside Quotes for Free Willy. Next week, Jeremy, it's going to be your turn. you have any hints for what we'll be covering next week? Um, well, next week is our 50th episode of Inside Quotes, which is a big milestone, and I'm excited to go over that. So we've got a huge movie. We've got a really good staple of our childhood planned out for this. And here's a clip. Put your hand down. You smiling? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Football's fun. Fun, sir. Fun, sir. It's fun. Yes. You sure? I think so. Now you're thinking. First you smile, then you think. 
You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir? Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? Uh, no, not by now. No, it's no. not fun anymore. No. Not even a little bit. No. Make up your mind. No, no. Think, since you're thinking now, go on, think. No, is no. it fun? No, sir. No. No, sir. Absolutely not? Zero fun, sir. All right, listen up. I'm Coach Boone. I'm going to tell you all about how much fun you're going to have this season. Our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him on Instagram at GroovyBridge. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, go ahead and do that on Inside Quotes Cast. Um, send us a DM of any future episode suggestions you want us to cover, any movies from your childhood that you love that you want us to talk about. Um, hit us up. And uh, also, uh, Inside Quotes is now available on Amazon and Audible. Ooh. So check that out if you listen to Amazon Music or Audible. Inside Quotes is there now. If you'd like to support the show in any way, we have a merch store available. Um, we sell t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, you name it. We well, we might have it, but probably not. Uh, but go ahead and we'll have a link in the show notes for that. We've got a couple designs that Bryce worked on for us. Um, and shout out to people who've already bought them. Um, Tyler, Tyler Peterson already bought two. He bought oh, nice. two shirts. Um, he sent me pictures. We'll put them on our story, actually. I don't know if I sent those to you. <laughs> no, he that, didn't. So. I'm finding out right here for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it was a... Uh, so, yeah, if you want some serious Inside Quotes swag, <laughs> hit us up because Tyler's rocking it. So Yeah, looking good, Tyler. <laughs> and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a review. We are currently holding hostage an orca in our default vault. <laughs> and we will not release him until we get 100 five-star reviews. So get to work. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Keep us going. <laughs> I don't care if the review is just like I'm just here to free Willy <laughs> five stars <laughs> if you two want to free the orcas get them out of the default fault come on Yep. you you can do it what are you waiting on <laughs> you too can do this all it takes is a five star review <laughs> thanks for listening everybody we hope you enjoyed listening to us revisit our childhood just as much as we have and if you did, make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so that you don't miss out on a future episode. Until then, we'll see you next time on Inside Quotes. So long, and thanks for all the fish, especially Willie. Jeremy, I have one, one final thought that I forgot to bring up. Oh, okay. I wanted to talk about the consequences of everyone's actions from this movie. <laughs> for stealing a whale and releasing it into the ocean. We didn't get into this. Randolph but... stole the truck. He stole, stole his truck. dad's truck. Stole the truck. <laughs> they stole the whale. It's like, we didn't have theft insurance. <laughs> but like, still, doesn't the owner just sue them for like a million dollars each for theft of this whale? I don't think. <laughs> There's got to be legal ramifications that do not get discussed in the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have theft insurance. I guess he got away with it. I, he just gets away with it just because he says, man, I hate that whale. <laughs> Honestly, he was probably just glad to be rid of it. Just relieved. <laughs> I was just impressed at how he, the the bad guys coordinated all those boats last minute to get their nets out ready. That's true. Well, I guess there's only one last thing to say. Salanah. Oh, I mean, yeah. What what you said? Yeah. Are you speaking parcel tongue? Uh, yeah. No, speaking whale. 
Dude, you got a freaking jellyfish launcher on your truck, dude? <laughs>